welcome to another episode of Off the Hoff Podcast. We have another special guest here. Yep. Reverend. The one. Rev. Look at that. Look at that. Woo. 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 Reverend Marshall Clack. And exactly where are you from in Georgia, Reverend? Well, the actual city is Ackworth. Um, but we always just say Atlanta. Because I'm only like 20 miles from Atlanta, so, you know. There you go. 20 miles. Oh, we're from Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. There you go. We love Atlanta. Oh, we do too. <laughs> we do too. Smog, traffic, heathens, reprobates. There you go. It's powerful. It's powerful. <laughs> All right. So tell us a little bit about, uh, let, let's just dive right into this. Um, you had a uh, clack attack, which we're calling it. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> with um, just pointing out what the situation is with uh, Reverend Tony Spell. So yeah. Go ahead if people haven't heard your side of this thing and, and haven't seen the video yet. You, you guys really need to go check it out. So, so um, you know, I, I've been watching things transpire via the uh, news outlets and so forth. And it just seemed like for weeks it was a uh, an attack on Pastor Tony Spell, which is, you know, it's a friend of ours. Right. And um, I've seen this happen a lot. A lot of times it seems like Maybe I don't know if we're trying not to rub people the wrong way by not defending our brothers or whatever, but um, like the world will defend itself. Yeah. And you say something about worldliness. Um, you know, you've heard the saying that people who fight holiness the most are the ones who used to believe it. Right. So you take something like holiness and you put it out there. And man, every backslider from here to Zimbabwe will jump on Instagram and Facebook, and they will defend. Zimbabwe, by the way, it's, it's yeah. yeah, never. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's actually yeah. where I was born. It's actually where I was born. But anyway, <laughs> and uh, so uh, you know, they will defend their liberties, and they'll defend their you know rights to believe what they want to believe, and. Um, they walked away from an occult. They got sick of living by a bunch of rules, yada, yada, yada. And then, like, you'll see, man, hundreds of, I mean, man, that's like, it's like a war cry goes out and the the world jumps on and defends each other. Right. And all of a sudden, people who believe this message lose their phones. <laughs> I guess they fall into the toilet. I, their batteries go dead. They go on vacation on a cruise ship, you know, chase the coronavirus around the world. Hello. Um, and it's like they go silent. You don't hear from them. Now, there, there may be like, you know, and I think a lot of times we have people who will like send a private message like, a, hey, man, you know, we're praying for you. We love you. But what we need you to do is jump on that same media platform where that person is being lamb blasted by liberals, carnal goats and backsliders and defend your brother right we're not it's not a fight and i don't debate i had some knucklehead yesterday leave three posts on that same 
podcast deal for Pastor Spell. And I was like, he left one comment, and I was trying to be nice, and I was like, you know what, dude? I just went and checked you out. It took me three minutes to read your philosophy on tithing and know you know just enough scripture to be dangerous and not enough to know the truth. Right. So here's the deal. I'm not going to argue with you. Right. It's contrary to what people think about clack attack and, you know, getting in your face and saying things nobody else wants to say. I don't like the fight, man. I, I, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Hello. Bam, bam, bam. Uh, I, I'm a lover, not a fighter. But, however, it's kind of like David walking out to the Valley of Elah. I didn't come looking for a fight. Right. But I ain't backing down from one either. Amen. If it's worth fighting for. Right. And so with Pastor Spell, I got to thinking, man, this guy is out here getting his brains knocked out. Right. His wife is getting her brains knocked out. His two boys that are still at home are having to watch their dad and their mom get obliterated yeah. on news source after news source and 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 this news source takes one clip of a sound bite of a stimulus check and turns it around like right. he's asking you to send him personally right. your stimulus check right. and it's like dude did you not watch the whole video i mean i know you journalists your attention spans are only just like so much because you're just looking for the sound bite the quote that right. you can you can run with. You're not listening to everything he said. Right. And you know what? Hey, First Amendment, go yeah. for it. Right. But at the same time, why isn't there anybody defending him? Uh-huh. Why, why aren't his brothers saying, hey, look, Jack Leg, TMZ, you're a bunch of morons. Right. I emailed them. I never heard anything back, but I emailed them. Yeah. Man, I emailed them. I ain't scared of them. Like, you're kidding me? Yeah, talk talk to these people that don't know the situation as far as the media is concerned because you and I know it because we're dealing with it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Talk that's to them another about some of the fake news and it's fake news, man. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. My my biggest thing is somebody actually told me they go, "Well, he drove over a person." And I'm like, "Are yeah. you on crack?" Because obviously you didn't see the real deal. No, they didn't read the headline. Well, all no. they read was the headline, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. go ahead. Man, you know, uh, even for, you know, the, the legalities, the, the justice system, the way it was originally created, is that we are innocent until proven guilty. Right. Now, that shifted a long time ago, especially if it's a conservative. Yeah, uh, you let a conservative mess up in whatever fashion, whether it be drunk driving, women um, gambling, whatever. You let some conservative mess up, and bro, you are guilty. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You have to fight to clear your name, and everybody understands, especially with social media. I mean, just I haven't looked at the numbers today, but. Just to show you the raw power of, of, of social media, even within our just our little subculture of Pentecost that happened to follow me, that happened to see that uh, in defense of and happened to share it. It's it's over. Uh, it's it's it, it has to be at 15,000 now because it was at 14,005 yesterday. Right. 
15,500 and something views, man. That's crazy. On a, on a 19 minute video of yeah. just somebody saying, hey, look, before you throw the man under the bus, pun intended, at least get the facts, get the right. story. And so what happens is, and this is, pe people do this all the time, and I tell my church, don't, don't just be posting articles and reposting articles, because if it's not from a credible news source, Correct. and that's why, like, I've pulled up a couple things today that we'll bring out here a little bit, that, um, one's from the Christian Post, was a, which is a reputable one, but then I've got another link to, uh, I think it's abc.com, um, I have the actual letter that was a memo that is, has been uh, posted uh, of uh, Attorney General Barr and what he had to say on Monday. Right. Um, if, if people would just read with an open mind and use a little common sense. And I, that's what Clack Attack's kind of us like. I want to shed light on some common sense. Yes. And like people don't understand that uh okay like so they've heard about the video cameras for example they've heard about the video cameras now tim spell of course has done this i mean it's his son and of course tim spell if you're watching you just like the microphone and the video camera and i just said it you're welcome um um he just enjoys hearing himself sing talk whatever mumble it can sing like but you know he, he said something yesterday and he brought out some like facts right that you know if you're not in if you're not in baton rouge and you're not reading the local newspaper if you're not in the town and you and you do not really understand the racism correct ain't nobody supposed to that let's talk about that a little bit talk yeah. about it yeah. You know, like, ain't nobody talking about how racist that people within the community are defending Pastor Spell Hello. because they understand the dilemma is that Pastor Spell is bringing little black kids to church. That's right. God knows the black kids carry who knows what. Yeah, man. And feed are you kidding me right now? Yeah, come on. <laughs> it is 20 honking 20. And you are acting like Little black people carry the Wuhan coronavirus in their back pocket. Right. And they're going to spread it like, is that real? you know, they're bored. Man, that's what we're dealing come with. on, man. That's insane. Come on, man. See, and, and like, that's here's, insane. here's a guy who didn't even really know, okay? Yeah. What What is real? And this is real. This is, yeah. This is, these people, man. I'm telling you. That's insanity. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay, so, all right, California, man, you know, like, California has a lot of Latino, Hispanic. Uh, it's a very multicultural uh, Mexico all the way up, in, in and out, crossing the border. Oh, or, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the South has the white and black, and then we have a, 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 a large number of Hispanics, especially right. here in Georgia. Right. Um, but this is what you have to do. You kind of have to comb through some of the comments and you have to find somebody that lives there. And, and when they say, Hey, I live here in central city. Someone, some lady, I don't remember her name, so I'm not going to call her out, but she was like, I used to go to that church. I've been there. I know their heart. I know he gives, right? I know what they do for those kids. Yep. I know how many buses are rolling. Yeah, and exactly. she she's been there. I hadn't even been there before. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I can't even say that I've been there. Yeah. This lady lives there. 
Right. And she is saying, hey, the problem is these white people don't like these little black kids coming to church. Yep. Wow. Well, no wonder he does what he does. I'd do the same thing. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Coleman, Alabama. If there's any Coleman people online, uh, Pastor Will Banks, Coleman, Alabama is still a pretty segregated city. Yeah. And you know, one of the reasons, not the only reasons, but one of the reasons I had a black man preach the first uh, Accelerate Youth Conference in Coleman, Alabama was because I knew it was a racist city. Yeah. We were going to bring a black man in and we were going to kick that spirit in the teeth. Come on. And show it that that may work out there, but that ain't going to work in here. No. Because in this house, your color doesn't matter. Right. And so you know, people are like, well, you know, he's he's going to bring these little kids in. And they may have had it where they're from, and then they're going to they're gonna bring it to this community, or they're going to catch it in his church, because you know, the coronavirus is so intelligent. I mean, it's brilliant. It knows the difference between Walmart and a church. It's powerful, man. I mean, like, if we could clone this thing and make it people, we got people that aren't that smart. Yeah, man. <laughs> because they're going to Walmart and not going to church. How you doing? Hello? Hey! How you doing? Ah, there's your first attack. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, racism is an undercurrent in this whole story. There ain't nobody reporting. No, nobody's talking about it. Nobody. Nobody. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh, the cameras that are posted everywhere that were posted there by local PD, um, they have it on the Spells house. Right. They have it on the church. Uh the DA has been following a sister spell around. How many of you pastors would enjoy a local uh, federal agent following your wife around, just waiting for her to? I don't, what's she gonna do? Like, right? Just walk back of coronavirus out the car or something? I mean, <laughs> what, what, what are you gonna catch her hugging everybody's necks and saying, "May the corona be with you in Jesus' name." I'm like, <laughs> what are they looking for, man? Why are you following this? Look, the, the chick's like, what, four and nine? Like, yeah. 81 pounds? What is she going to do? Right. Right. She got corona in the briefcase and the trunk. She's just going to let it out like a virus terrorism <laughs> weapon. Like, yeah. <laughs> but you know how white people are. They're going to have those diffusers, you, you know. You get corona. Yeah. Everybody, everybody gets corona. Gets corona. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, white chicks running around their diffusers. What, what are you, what are you, um, what are you using today? Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, man, we're gonna take you to jail because you're. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's just a few things. You you know of a few things too that you yeah. were telling me this morning when we were talking. Tell you this is your podcast. You tell the the people what you were telling me about some of the stuff that you had found out today. Yeah, um, Central News, which is their news uh, affiliation. Um, Basically, they're they're stopping recording his live services that they were doing. Um, so, you know, we're going to step in, and uh, it, it's not going to go down, is what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, that's first and foremost. And he had a, a Catholic priest following him, and he was sharing, you know, all his information with him, and they shut that down. So, 
I mean, we know the agenda, but I mean, somebody needs to jump in and kind of just say, hey, enough's enough. So let's let's talk about because this is good for people to get the actual details. Who shut the Catholic priests down from sharing Pastor Spell's stuff? Well, obviously Facebook. Hello. That's okay. So yeah. so Facebook shut it down. Right. And 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 here we are. Remind me, how long has California been in house arrest? Isn't it like eight weeks? Four, well, it feels like four hundred. Yeah. But I mean, it's probably about 45, five, 46. We're pushing 50. Days? Yeah. Yeah. So you're six weeks in, seven. Oh, yeah. oh he's okay. Easy. Okay. Okay. So uh, Georgia's governor today is supposed to either stick with his, uh, the, the shut in uh, house arrest uh, ends today, or he may extend it. He's been getting tons of kickback. I mean, even one from the from the president uh, about reopening our businesses too soon. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm just like, I, I'm kind of of the, of the rule of thumb. Like, man, you know what? If you're scared, just admit it. Yeah. Just just say, hey, look, man, change your profile picture to I'm scared. Yeah. And that way we'll just know. If you're scared, that's fine. But if you are healthy. Yeah. You, you, you're not sick. Right. And. This one disclaimer I'm going to give, and I'm not going to allude to this again on this podcast. For all these knuckleheads who be like, "What about the, what about the people who are sick and they're and they're 95 years old?" And they're okay. If you're 94 years old, you know what? Stay home because God knows you can slip on a banana peel and be gone anyway. <laughs> so you know if you're if if you if you're in the age bracket, I've got an elderly couple here. She has breast cancer. He has heart disease. Uh, Granny, who's like, I kid about her being 113. Um, she's too mean to die. She's from that generation. She just won't die. And, um, you know, I told him, look, stay home. I get it. Just stay home, man. Just stay home. It's okay. Um, I know you're fixing to be make, maybe having to go through chemotherapy. Sister Williams, so look, don't worry about it. Y- your, si- your situation makes sense. Absolutely. I wouldn't want you to get anything. Right. But here's the thing. Those same three people that are not coming to church, yeah, they're not going to Walmart either. Right, right. Their kids are going to get their prescriptions. Yeah. Their children are going to get their uh, food. Right. Okay, yeah. so like that is a legitimate real issue. I have another uh, elderly woman in my church who um, she hasn't been coming, and she, you know, she's just like, I don't really know. But look, you're you're good. You know, you, you've got our, our services. We send we send them live links. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, necessarily broadcast our services live for the world to watch, but we do it for our sick and shut-in. Correct. And from day one, to me, what I've told my people, and this used to be common sense, which is what amazes me. We we have, I don't know what happened in the, in the DNA pool, but like common sense was just ripped out of it. There's no more common sense in the fluid. I mean, like, it ain't there. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Is that like brains and trains and they missed there? Is that what it is? Listen, that elevator got jammed on, like, the first floor, and it ain't going, it ain't going any further ever right. since. Okay. All right, so here you go. you got sick people who are sick. You've got people who are elderly, and if they were to get it, you know, them lungs ain't as, you know, ain't as healthy and strong as that 20-year-old kid. Okay, so look, stay home. If you have a fever... Don't don't bring your toe to my church. Yeah, we we have a, a hundred dollar uh, 
thermometer that I bought, a hundred dollar thermometer. It's like one of those professional grade doctor ones. And we beep, 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 beep every forehead like it's the mark of the beast before they come into the church. And actually what we're doing is twofold. It's to check their temperature and make sure they don't have the mark of the beast. Anyway, yeah, hello. And uh, so they come in, we, we check their temperature. And I'm telling you, bro, like my, my team knows if they have a fever, okay, you've got two choices. You turn around and go home. Yeah. Or you at least go sit in your car and let your other family members come in and whatever. Uh, we haven't had anybody come to church with a fever because they know we will send them home. Right. Um, so you don't have a fever, come to church. If you have a fever, stay home. I had a lady yesterday said, I have a low-grade fever. Um, I think it's probably just sinuses, but I don't want to take a chance. And I'm like, thank you for using your, yeah. your brain. Hello. She didn't talk in tongues. She didn't pray for an hour. She wasn't slain in the spirit. She didn't see angels ascending and descending. She just said, you know what? Pastor, I got a low-grade fever. I think I'm going to stay home. I'm like, thank you. Hello. Yeah, just come on, people. Use some common sense. Yeah. But if you're not sick and you're healthy and you've been going to Walmart and you still haven't got it, and you've been going to McDonald's, and you've been going to the drive-thru Chick-fil-A, and, I mean, we know there are Christian chicken birds that come through the line there, and and, and God bless the gospel bird because we appreciate it, sacrificing itself for our taste buds. But, you know, you go through Chick-fil-A, you go through McDonald's, you go through all these restaurants, they're behind a wall, man. You don't know. They could be back there uh, chewing, picking their nose, and putting the pickle on your cheeseburger. You, you don't, don't know. Yeah, go ahead, Clark. Why do you trust McDonald's? Right. But you don't trust the church. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Come on, man. Hey, McDonald's is non HGR food. No. Just, that, that's a side. Yeah, point. no, I was saying that because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you get more than the coronavirus from McDonald's. I'm just saying. You get the moto virus. I have a question. So, in, in talking about um, not standing up for Tony Spell and how you were talking about how you're finding it a little bit uh, probably frustrating. You're finding more frustrating, more frustrating every day that the church isn't standing behind or people aren't speaking up. Why do you think that is? Is it because of blowback from the media or blowback from saints in the church? Why do you think that is? Well, that's a good question. That's a loaded question. Um, I, I think this whole situation has really, it's really become passionate on both sides. Yeah. Um, I really do feel like there are some people out there that mean well, and, and they really do, um, they are concerned. Okay. Disclaimer. I have never said, and you can go back to any people got to leave me alone. I'm on podcast. And you you can you can go back to any of my old sermons where I'm romping and stomping in the last month on any any given Sunday, right. and I have never ever said I told my church in the very beginning we need to pray for every pastor right that God would give them wisdom for their situation in their city dealing with their mayor and their governor and their whatever okay. Uh, we've got a mutual friend. I won't throw his name out there just, just to keep him. I kind of, you know, he's been having church, but you know what? His governor was like, have church, be yeah. smart, provide hand sanitizer, provide masks. I mean, let people wear, if they want to wear a mask, wear a mask. I don't care. Right. Um, none of our people do. Cause they're all like, whatever. Right. I can't talk in tongues freely with them. It's just a little weird. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, I'm just saying, 
Okay, so, you know, um, like at our church, for example, let me, I, and I'm going to go around a circle to come to your to your question again. Sure, sure, sure. My church, and I can only speak for my church, and I, my governor suggested strongly, really was like kind of leaning in on churches going to some type of online type service. And, and, and man, a bunch, most, the majority of the churches did that. Um, there was only one church down south who literally got in the news for like a couple days, and they ended up arresting some the pastor, I think, and a couple of the of the members because they kind of got the, the the police force felt like they were being disrespectful and kind of unruly. Okay, look, the police were just doing their job, whatever. Because Pastor Spells has been very clear about that. You know, the police didn't do it; they're just doing their job. But now we're starting to see a turn. Yeah. Across America, people, not in Louisiana, not in Georgia, there are police officers that are starting to get like, this is crazy. Where I am, I didn't advertise this, and God, Lord, I hope this don't get me in trouble, but the county sheriff, two, two, two deputies came by my, my church like two weeks ago on a Tuesday because they, they, they kind of drive through my parking lot a good bit because our church, if you've never been here, is literally in the back of a neighborhood like, straight up in the back of a neighborhood we we have no sign on the street you cannot see our church you have to either get lost pun intended and find our church yeah you know you got to gps it <clears throat> excuse me corona and you to to get here <laughs> um and and are you you know gps are you been here before or somebody brought you you know what i'm saying okay right. so all right at our church they drive around and they look because I kind of live in a rough neighborhood. There's some, there's drugs. There's there's some riffraff around here, and so they happen to drive up. And my 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 tell you ride was sitting out, backed up to the backside administration door. Well, I'm on the phone with an evangelist. I won't mention his name because he don't need any. You know, he don't need to get a big head because he was mentioned on the podcast. The podcast. The podcast, Pepper. Uh, and so I'm on the phone with the evangelist, and I hear somebody talking outside my window, and I'm like, oh, God, this is it, man. Like, they're coming to get me. Uh, you know, they found me, you know, whatever. So I walk out the door, and about the time I open the door, the cop has his back to me, and he about passes out, says a few cuss words, and says that I scared him to death. And I was like, well, the feeling's mutual. So we began talking. He said, man, we just saw this car here. We wanted to make sure. We've actually arrested like two or three people in this parking lot, and I've worked with them to do it. So it's been a lot of fun. So we have a great relationship. I have never had any problems with our our, our sheriff's department, and they like me, and I like them, and I, I like to keep it that way. But this was new. This was like two or three weeks ago. And so they we did a little small talk, and I said, hey, guys. I was baiting them, and I was like, so how are things going? Like, I mean, like. Are you guys having any problems with people, you know, gathering in big crowds or anything? He's like, you know, you know, really, it's been quiet. You know, we had a couple of things like neighborhood parties and stuff, but you know, nothing major. I said, well, look, I just couldn't handle it. So, well, I'm just gonna be honest with you. We're having church. Yeah, amen. And they were like, good. And I was like, maybe, maybe they didn't hear me. <laughs> like, like we've been having church, man. Like we. We have church. Like, you know, I know them churches, them big old churches, they 
They could do online church, but you know what? It ain't no different than their normal church service anyway. <laughs> anyway, and uh, you know they can get they can get by with online church, but you know our culture here, man, we like to hand clap, we like to sing, we like to pray. You know, we have atmosphere. With the, uh, I was like, dude, we hand clapping, foot stomping, and and uh, and I said, so we've been having church. But do you want to see my attendance charts? And they're like, huh? No, no, we're good. And I said, well, look, dude. I mean, I've been doing four services a week. Okay, newsflash to all you people. I ain't been doing nothing. How about some creativity for the love of God? I did four services, man, for like two weeks. I preached Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Saturday night, Sunday. Yeah. I had a Tuesday night crowd. I had, I don't have it handy. I'll show it to you. I had a singing chart, dude. I, I had a seat. Oh, I'm going to show you now. I'm going to get annoyed. I'm going to give some people out there in California something to do. Uh, here we go. Uh, ba, 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 seating chart. Tuesday night seating chart. All right. Y'all see that? Yeah. Drawn out, bro. Dude, that took me a little while to get that all done. But I had a Tuesday night. I had a Wednesday night. I had a Saturday night. I had a Sunday. You know what that did? It was a lot more work for me. Yeah. But you know what it did? It let us still have in-person church. Amen. I literally, with a measuring device, did six feet. Okay? Six exactly feet. Six feet. There you yeah. go. Exactly six feet. <laughs> I literally, between the between the rows, if you notice, there was a pattern. It was four, three, two. You skipped a whole row that you did two, uh, three, four. And, and, and you just skipped back around to where there was always six feet in between families. We had sanitizer everywhere. We took their temperature. Yeah. In yeah. person, man. Yeah. yeah. We're still having church. You can still like, oh, feel the Holy Ghost and have people over there that are amening with you. And you're like, thank you, Jesus. And then what happened was Easter Sunday crept up on me. Yeah. And I was like, for the love of God, how can we as Christians, not have church on the very weekend that is the central piece of everything we preach. Right. Oh, the good news. Yeah. I was like, hook this mess. You know what we're going to do? We all come to church. If you ain't scared and you ain't sick, SNS, if you ain't scared or sick, be at church Sunday. My God, we had church, son. Yeah. You you could almost feel like the exhale. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, yes. This is the right. We're back. Yeah. Because you know what? No one here was sick. Yeah. Right. But yeah. what happens if you caught it in a spin in an incubator for like twelve or fourteen days? You do understand that's the way viruses have always worked. Always. It's not like the Wuhan. Yeah. Has got the upper hand. Hey. My God. Uh, so anyway, let's talk. Why haven't guys gotten creative? Why haven't guys gotten creative? Why, why did we just now? It may be different. But look, because I, I know that I'm going to get hate mail. I'm going to have death threats. I'm, uh, people are never going to have to become preached for them again. Well, first of all, I probably ain't never preached for you in the first place. Second of all, I pastor the baddest church on the planet. I ain't looking for nowhere to preach. Hello. And I ain't running for no position because I hate politics. Yeah, amen. 
Hey, no, you call me. I don't want it. Hey, clickety clack. I want you to get to the real those articles that you told me about. So okay. No. Okay. So let me answer this question. So I yeah. really think that on both sides of the fence. I think there are good people. people. Is this still his question? Yeah, he said he's still his question. Man, where have you been? Hey, man. It's called clack attack for a reason. Clack attack. Clack attack. I hit any rabbit I see bouncing. Go I don't ahead. chase them, I kill them. Okay, go anyway. Go ahead, bro. So, there's passionate people on both sides. There are people who are up in age, and I can see where, you know, you're up in age. That That is not a throw off on your age. You are up in age. Right. It is reality. I get it. Right. You know, if you are susceptible at a certain age to really get this thing, and listen, you know what? Just so anybody doesn't, like, wonder, well, who do you, you, you must not know anybody that has it because you act like it's just no, no big deal. My parents both have it, okay? Right, yeah. So there, shut your mouth, all right? I know they're my parents, and they have it, and they're old, and I told them that. You're old. <laughs> Stay home. Did they listen to me? No, because parents never listen to their old kids. That's the truth. They still don't know anything. Jesus. Anyway. That. That's another one. Oh, that's another podcast. So, so we have a situation where they're passionate on both sides. There are people that are genuinely scared. There are people that are genuinely trying to um, obey yeah. their governing bodies locally. Uh, and yes, they've taken Romans 13. Oh God, here comes all the Romans 13 lovers. Now they're going to all come out of the woodwork and they're like, you know, you got to obey the laws. You got to obey the laws. And you know, the problem with that man, and I'm not a constitutional lawyer and I don't even claim to even understand half of what was written. They write in a way that they write like Tim Patton. I just, I just don't get it. I can't understand it. You, you missed that. You missed that Hoffer because you would have been laughing right there. Yeah, it's true, bro. I'm sorry. I was, no, no, you need to pay attention, son. When I'm talking, you pay attention. I don't need to focus. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm no, the way the Constitution and all these laws are written, they're written by like guys like Tim Haddon because you can't understand anything they say. I just say stuff like you're an idiot and it makes it just makes sense. That's the one, too. Yeah, it's on. Tim knows I love him. But I just had to say that. Anyway, I tell him that all the time. So don't nobody get offended. I tell him that all the time. Anyway, um, so you got people who who are overlooking the, the fact that the First Amendment, the Constitution, overrides. Right. Yeah. It overrides. It is above and it is above. It is above. It is over. It is the authority. Right. What is so hard to understand about that? Come on, Romans 13, tell me. Come on, brother Romans 13, sister Romans 13, please tell me. Why don't you understand that, that the Constitution overrides that and the Constitution gave you your right to have worship and the government can't stop you. So I think there's passionate people, to answer your question, Cruz, on both sides. I don't think, I hope not. I hope to God not, because there's going to be some people that are going to really be shocked when standing before God. If you are meaning to be malicious and attack your brother, you're a sinner. Yeah. Sure. Right. I didn't even say idiot that time. I said sinner. Yeah. So if you're going to attack him, sinner. Social media, because you don't have an account, but you'll go in your little private apostolic preacher's forum. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. 
all the keyboard warriors that hide behind screen names. What if we did you that way? Yeah. Some of these, some of these grown men just need some whoopings is what they need. Yeah. Makes right, me so, angry. Hey, let's wrap this up, clickety-clack. Let's man, I, I got too much to say. What time is it? it it's time oh, to man. get off the air here pretty quick. So. <sighs> the devil is a liar. We're going to have to have you back for another hour episode. So. Okay, so let me give you a couple references. Go ahead. Uh, on Monday, was it Monday? The tw- yeah, the 27th. Monday, uh, Barr, the Attorney General, William Barr, has threatened to take legal action against state officials who violate people's civil rights by taking draconian measures. There's a Tim Hatton word. By taking draconian measures. Tim, you can chime in here and give us the definition on the comments. Is draconian like a Star Trek thing? You know, I think he was a part of the Illuminati. I don't know. uh, uh, By taking draconian measures to enforce stay-at-home orders, okay? It goes on to tell you that if a state or local ordinance crosses the line, crosses the line, Yes. From an appropriate exercise of authority to stop the spread of COVID-19 into an overbearing infringement of constitutional and statutory protections, the Department of Justice may have an obligation to address that overreach in federal court. So now the Attorney General is saying, hey, Governor Knucklehead, hey, Mayor Ignorance, (laughs) I'm telling you, if you keep overreaching into the rights of the people of this country, right. you're going to have to deal with me, Mr. Barr, in federal court. Right. Because what's happening right now, this week, is different Christian organizations are starting to sue oh, yeah. oh, government. Right. And Barr is saying, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to side with the people. I'm going to side with the church. Because you know what? You did take it. There is a two-page memo. I've got it. Office of the Attorney General, Washington, D.C., April 27, 2020. It ain't like I hacked into it. You can print it offline, okay? People are like, oh, my God, he's clack attack has done hacked the Pentagon. (laughs) Dear Lord. That's the name of it. Uh, I love it. I love it, man. It's a a two-page memo where he basically spells out to the governors, and it was sent to them, that listen, you guys keep crossing lines and we're going to have a problem. There was an article I don't see. It was this morning um, or was it last night that uh, there is a Christian law and law association. Um, you know what? I may cover it on my next podcast and, 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 uh, and I'll, I'll refer to it there. Yeah. But um, it, it literally is saying, hey, all Christians... Anymore, it doesn't matter what flavor you are. Doesn't even matter right now. That doesn't matter right now. You believe in Jesus Christ. He robed himself in flesh. He died on a cross. He was buried and was risen the third day. And now lives in heaven. And he is preparing a place for you. And you're going to live by the scripture and go there. Okay. If you're a Christian and Jesus is all that matters to you, you need to open your doors this Sunday, May the 3rd. Jesus' name. And you need to have in-person church services across America. Amen. They said, now is the time to strike. Yeah. Totally. We've been good boys and good girls. We've had people doing online church. We 
you have so many televangelists and they have a talk movement now that used to preach against it, it is mind-boggling. Yep. It is mind-boggling. <laughs> okay? Uh, touch the screen right now. I want to touch, touch, touch and agree. Hallelujah. Touch your neighbor. Touch your neighbor. Touch your neighbor. Okay. So we have more televangelists than, than ever in history of the apostolic movement. And, and these are non-apostolic people. These are not people who have the Holy Ghost. And they're telling us, hey, open your doors. Everybody, every Christian in North America, let's get together. Yep. Let's open our doors. Let's have church. However that looks for you, just have an in-person church. What are they going to do? Right. They can't arrest us all. Nope. They can't put us all in jail. No, sir. Okay. And, new, and, and just side note before I let you go, uh, and I didn't fact check this, but I, but I did read it on a credible news floor. So allegedly, I will say that. That's what you have to say when you're not totally, totally certain. Allegedly. That same knucklehead judge in Florida who had that pastor locked up, yeah. the criminal he let out has already committed murder. Wow. Wow. Okay. Does anybody else see Barabbas and Jesus here? I mean, I'm, I'm right. sorry, but yeah. like, does anybody see that? Let, let, let's let Barabbas go. Let's, let's, let's throw Jesus in prison. Let's, let's, let's crucify him. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, people. Wake up. Wait, wake up, man. If you cannot see that this is way bigger than a public health scare or, you know, we need to keep our public health, what are you going to do in closing? I mean, you talked about this morning. What are you going to do in closing? And my church is laughing right now because I have like 30,000 closes at my church. But in closing, <laughs> if, that, if that is the stuff you're going to stand on and you are going to... You are going to govern your behavior and, and how you respond to this based off of what's best for the public health and safety. Right. Then what are you going to do when multiple sources are reporting that the COVID vaccine is going to include a tracker? Yeah. What we talked about today. Track. They right. want to track your health, who has it, who doesn't, who hadn't been reporting it, who's not going to the doctor. Right. They're t I don't know this to be true. I'm not. I don't know that. But they're they're they have they whoever they allegedly are saying they're looking to implement drones. Yep. Who will help track off right. of your like I guess your temperature, your body heat. Yep. Whether you're walking around in public with a fever, and they'll come get you. Jesus name. Yeah. And and see, I don't think people realize, especially with the way the doctor said it. He goes, well, we're going to have this vaccine by January. Okay, so if you don't take the vaccine, okay, then what? Yeah. What happens then? It's the well, end times, people. If you, I mean, yeah. wake up and yeah. smell it because it's yeah. here. We know. Well, the, the vaccine in and of itself is a constitutional issue. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we have the right yep. to refuse yep. any vaccine under the Constitution. Absolutely. Okay, so wait a minute now. If the church has already just surrendered, hands up, everybody online. Yeah. If we've already done that because of the scare of a virus. Yeah. How many are going to run and grab that vaccine? Right. This because is all going to be right. done in the name of safety. It's oh, all yeah. going to be done in the name of safety. Absolutely. And I'm no eschatologist. I, I, man, I'm not, dude, I, I'm not any of those guys that know all that stuff. 
I, I just I'm one of those pan trip guys. So whatever pans out, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever pans out. I just you know I just want to be want to be. I want to be ready. If I yeah. get to vote on it, I would vote for pre. I would rather not go through a bunch of stuff. Amen. But, you know, if I, if I don't have a vote and I have to go through some stuff, then be that as it may, that's what we'll have to do. But it's like, man, I think for a long time, when I was a kid growing up at the Mark of the Beach, you thought it would be something evil and, like, scary. Ooh. So that you would know, uh-uh, not today. Not today, devil. No, man. It's it's. It's going to slither in the garden. Yeah. Complacency. And it's going to start talking and twisting just enough that it kind of makes sense for the sake of my little kids and my grandbabies. Right. Wow. Oh, this is how we were going to close, remember? Yeah. I'm fixing them. Go ahead. I'll break the internet. You got about five minutes, so go ahead. I'm doing it in two. All right. What if this, what if this is a strong delusion that God has sent? Yeah. What if, what if God has sent this strong delusion to, to kind of see who, who really believes what they preach? Yeah. Right. Um, Joshua, how do you say his name? Feinstein, Bernstein, whatever. You know, he, he said it. Brother Spells Church Sunday night. And man, this is so true. I may preach this Sunday and make it really famous, but um, <laughs> it's one thing to preach about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It's another thing to be Shadrach, Meshach. That's Abednego. right. That's exactly right. So, bro, we I love faith preaching, man. I preach faith all the time. Yeah. And a lot of us preachers know when you start preaching like that, you're going to get tested. Absolutely. That's the, the spiritual dimension. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah. But we've been preaching this. We've been teaching this in Sunday school, man. We, my generation and your generation, we were taught this on flannel graphs. Yeah, yeah. Daniel and the lions. Then you, you don't stop praying because they threaten you with with a den of lions. Yeah. We were taught this on flannel graph. Right. You know, we were taught this, man. Three Hebrew boys. You don't bow down to the music. Don't yeah. even. Now your shoes, so it makes you know, they they think you're the bowing, but you're really not because your intention wasn't to bow. It was to tie your shoe. No, you stand up and stand out for the love of God. You let them know who you are, and then let them little Chaldean Christians tell on you. Yep. All right, man. I I, I could go on for days, man. I, I could right. I could be on Fox let's, News right now. Let everybody promote. Let's um. We had come up with the Clack Attack podcast. That's out there right now. It's uh, out there. With Off the Hoff. Um, obviously, the podcast will, all the video stuff will be on HDR YouTube. So when you want to see a clack attack with those great facial expressions, see, there you go. That's See, people like that right there. You're welcome. <laughs> That's my sign off. That's right. You're I love you, man. Go to uh, go to Clack Attack podcast. It's uh, it's on the anchor. It's uh, it's already on Spotify. Uh, I think within ten days, when they work out all the details, it'll be on Google Podcasts. It'll be on Apple Podcasts. Right. Join it, subscribe. You won't miss any more sarcastic truth. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I love my Reverend Marshall Clack. Thanks for being with us, brother. I love you, man. 
Love you, Cruz. Good to see you, buddy. God bless you, brother. Okay, buddy. God bless you, man. Bye, y'all. Bye.